Welcome to the Inner Loop Radio. I'm Courtney Sexton, and I'm just checking in with Lena Crown, who is the Olive B. O'Connor Fellow in Nonfiction at Colgate University, and also the former program manager for us here at Inner Loop, and we miss her dearly. And so we want to see what the hell is going on in Hamilton, New York. Hello. Hey, Lena. Hey, Court. <laughs> How are you? Oh my God, I'm great. Everything I, is great. We miss you so much. I miss you guys so much. Untold amounts. Amazing. Impossible to, to <laughs> capture in words. Um, I'm sure because, you know, it's the best down here. But... Uh, you're doing amazing things. Tell us, tell us about it. Tell us how you're surviving in, you know, small towns, rural New York. But then yeah. tell me all of the writing things because that's the cool stuff. So I'm loving it. Okay. Um, this is definitely the smallest community I've ever lived in. But I've realized that living in a small town is quite similar to living in a big city, especially a city where you know a lot of people because everything is walkable and you see everyone that you know everywhere. (laughs) Um, So I'm really enjoying the sort of social aspect of living here and it's totally beautiful and all the leaves are changing. Yeah. Um, So driving into the hills, even two minutes outside of the town limits and it's just like an onslaught of reds and golds and yellows. So that's been great. Leaf keeping Uh, season. Yes. (laughs) yeah, I'm so I'm teaching one section of creative nonfiction as well as writing, okay. um, revising, and everything is going great. I love teaching. I mean, I, I always love teaching. You knew but, that. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. But yeah, this student population is really special. They're um, so dedicated. They all do the reading. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> small class which is really nice so we all at this point in the semester we're about halfway through um we know each other I think everyone knows each other pretty well people are starting to recognize each other's voices on the page which is really exciting totally so do you do when you guys are like sharing work is it anonymous or no it's not um yeah I have them do mini workshops where they'll turn they'll, they turn in writing ahead of time and then they read each other's and respond to it sort of in the moment and then sometimes uh-huh. we we do a lot of in class writing and then I'll just take volunteers who want to read aloud and we kind of nice. react to it off the cuff um but we're starting our longer more official workshops in a week so I'm excited for that. So intense stuff will start kicking up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you, how is your writing? Do you feel like you're being inspired by this? You know, I feel like every time I've traveled and stayed somewhere extensively or for, you know, an extended period of time, like my head just spins and like so much more gets written. And yes, how is that? And I mean, I imagine not just the, you know, a change in geography for you, but you know, your day to day and being inspired by students and all of that. Yeah, I completely, all of that. Like, I think, well, one of the 
I guess, factors in that is that I wake up really early to teach. So my writing routine now or just my daily routine is totally different in that I'm done by 9.30 a.m. Oh my God. Okay. So you have like the 8 a.m. class. So yeah. By okay. 10 a.m., I've like already had multiple cups of coffee at breakfast. I'm like completely free for the rest of the day. So um, that has kind of like opened up a lot of brain space that I kind of didn't have before, which has been really good. Um, so yeah. So has your yeah your like has your your writing routine completely shifted? Like, do you find you? it's more regimented or I wish I could say yes I think it's just (laughs) I'm doing more of it I would say than I was before just like more hours and then I think part of I guess my writing routine now that I integrated first when I went to residency um is reading a lot of poetry and then taking a couple hours in the morning and having like the first thing I do before I turn back to nonfiction is reading poetry and writing, hopefully even just a couple of lines. Um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of conversations about poetry because the other fellow um, is in poetry and we have the same taste in poetry, which has been really wonderful. So we talk a lot about it and read each other's and um, that's awesome. I I find that there's, I I find poetry and nonfiction to be much more kindred spirits than poetry and fiction. And that's always been my personal, like, opinion. I feel the same way with nonfiction and fiction. Um, Yeah. I feel much closer to poetry than I do to fiction. Um, Totally. But I feel like like the fiction and poetry get lumped together a lot more, right? Or prose versus poetry, which yeah. is always interesting. And I mean, in class, we talk about that. Like this week, they're reading um, a, a fictional story in our nonfiction workshop. And we're going to talk about it kind of as if it's nonfiction. So those, I'm like, kind of like, oh, do I even believe that when I say that? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, like the impulse the writing impulse, I think it's definitely like the Venn diagram is shared between poetry and nonfiction much more. Yeah. 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 Well, so what, what are some of the, what are some of the collections you're reading or what poets are you reading right now that you're loving? Oh man. So I just read. Or hating, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. What are you reading? Yeah, I'm <laughs> reading like the same three collections, um, yes. which is Chessie Normiles or Normiles. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce her last name. Um, great Exodus, Great Wall, Great Party, which I love. Okay. Um, I'm obsessed with Tanum Bambrick's Vantage which okay. has inspired a lot of poems for me slash like my entire project about St. Louis. Um, and what did I just read? I just read I Do Everything I'm Told by Megan Fernandez, which was great. What were you, you had posted a couple, I think, I don't know, last mm-hmm. week I saw, and I was like, oh my God, this slays. Natalie <laughs> Shakira stuff. Okay, Maybe. yeah, probably. Yeah, I just so I just read two collections by her too. Um, Hard Child and No Object. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and that's like that's another thing is that I think I've I've had more space to write almost like critically a little bit. So I'm like working on a piece maybe, I don't know, um, that sort of like puts all of those in conversation. So maybe I'll actually finish that. <laughs> That's amazing. No, I mean, like, even to your point, like, even just having the space and the time to read more. Yeah. 
makes you such a better rat. Like in those periods in my life where I've like allowed myself or have had the luxury of being able to yeah read a lot that's enough those are other yeah totally and having craft conversations in class I really do think Mm -hmm. that um I think that's where my writing practice really gets um kind of a boost from teaching is that paying close attention in order to be able to talk about it with them I'm finding writers who I already love and especially because I'm teaching nonfiction that I'm thinking more deeply about what I love about those writers. And those are people who always made me want to write. So now they're just kind of making me want to write all over again, which. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, especially because like we don't, when we get, I feel like when we get in the flow of our own stuff, we forget where we learned or how we know what we know. And we just kind of sometimes blindly do it or let it lead us. Yeah. That must be really fun to be going back and and picking things apart. And another thing I would say about that too, is that I think there's something, um, I don't want to say that it like keeps you young, but I I think there is something to watching students, especially students who have Mm -hmm. never taken a nonfiction class before experiment and just try and imitate and get inspired by it. And then in their reflective writing, a lot of times they'll say, you know, I wanted to try this thing and then they just go for it and they don't overthink anything. Maybe they do, but like, it doesn't seem. Maybe they do, but like, it's not in the same, like, I feel like we're so self-critical, right? Yeah. 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 They don't know how to be critical yet. (laughs) So they're just like, everything's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And it makes me feel like, who's to say that, you know, I can't just sit down and sort of let it come out before, I guess, you know, self-rejecting or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking too much. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. I mean, I knew I knew you would just be a rock star up there, but I've been I've been wondering how it's going. What else is I mean, is there anything just about life in general that has surprised you or that you're like Oh my I don't gosh. Know, in your feels about <laughs> so much. I'm learning a lot about what it is and like means and provides to be part of an intellectual community that's so close knit mm. and intimate. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, it's so inspiring to be in a room with people who are studying in a million different disciplines. Um, yeah. A lot of professors who are new to the institution too, because, you know, you meet them kind of being new as well. Um, and so I'm learning a lot about what it means to be on the job market and to live. Oh, the yeah. Life the practical. Yeah, exactly. Even just the practical concerns and people trying to maintain some sort of semblance of work-life balance. And, you know, then you yeah. go to a dinner party and someone has their research plotted in dry erase marker on their fridge like that (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing that is like I mean yes I love and I hate at the same time being like several toes in the academic world slash you know you know it's (laughs) you it's I mean uh that that it is such a high being surrounded by people who you can have these conversations with who are constantly inspiring you but then it's like hard to step out of the bubble especially when you're like literally removed from the rest of the world and it's like I don't know maybe that isn't the worst place to be (laughs) yeah it's great for now yeah yeah 
Are you feeling, how are you feeling about the state of the world? Are you doing okay? Um, that's a great question. And you don't I have to answer it. I don't know. Um, I feel like, I don't know. The best answer I could give is that I think um, I'm grateful that we're reading what we're reading for Tuesday, um, which is about it. It's a Garth Greenwell story about attending a protest in a country where you don't really belong um, and thinking about the ethics of your involvement and what um, that is. yeah, what that is and what it is to be a teacher in like a time of social upheaval. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's also wrong to distance through kind of intellectualization at the same time, but um, I'm glad that at least I think we're going to talk about it. through. I think that's, that's a, I think that's a healthy balance or a, an ethical balance mm. of, you know, yeah. Acknowledging mm-hmm. life and also being able to learn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's no, I mean, I think that something that I, it's like a practice what you preach kind of thing. Um, I, you know, I write in my syllabus about this, but like to actually be doing it is to bring the outside world into the classroom. I'm always like, you have an interest. Let's talk about it. You know, you're studying something in a different classroom that you're excited about this week. Tell us about it. Like when I bring it in here, how are you doing? What are you thinking about in the first five minutes of class? That's what I mean. Like I want, um, I want you to answer honestly. And I want, you know, like get us excited about it. That's yeah. what nonfiction can do. Or bring us to where you are, wherever you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So I think that that, I think it's also, it's not just like a, um, having the outside world happen outside of the classroom and bringing it in. I think it's also being in the classroom and looking out. Mm-hmm. So we I think mm-hmm. I do maybe a little bit less of that sometimes. Um, and so I think that this is like a good opportunity That'll be good. to do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it's so, so, so good to chat with you. It's been great, like, catching up and, and getting a little glimpse into your exciting life right now. Thank you um, so much for wanting to. I miss all of you oh, so much. I miss the Interloop community, like I said, more than I can say. I think about you guys all the time. And whenever I see anything that you're doing, it just warms my heart, makes me so excited and so grateful. Well, you are always a part of the Interloop and a critical one. So anyway lena crown it's been wonderful chatting with you um have a great week thanks so much you too bye court (laughs) bye i'll talk to you soon thanks for tuning in we'll be back next week with more literary fun remember to subscribe so you can get inspired get focused and get lit on the interloop radio